Welcome to The Islander. I'm your host, Eli Kalilikani. On The Islander, we bring to you, our villagers, a lot of different content. We bring film reviews, talks about spirituality, ghost, ghost stories, awareness of health issues, and light politics slash current events. Our aim is to keep you entertained and informed. Please like and subscribe to support our efforts as we strive to bring you the best conversational material. In this episode, I will be talking about what makes island people from around the world diverse and unique from their continental cousins. All around the world, the people share many commonalities. However, islanders have to master many things to survive and thrive that may not be necessary to continental dwelling people. This is true for most island species, but that is a subject we will talk about in another episode. For now, we will highlight the greatness of the commonalities of island people from around the world. Island people are a diverse group of people who live on the islands in different regions of the world, such as Polynesia, Melanesia, Micronesia, the Torres Strait, the Caribbean, Puerto Rico, New Zealand, and many others. They have unique cultures that are influenced by their geography, history, and reactions and interactions with other people. Some of the characteristics that make Islander people unique are they have a strong connection to their land and sea and often practice subsistence fishing, farming, and hunting. They also have traditional knowledge of navigation, astronomy, weather, and ecology. The ancient relatives of these island people had and in some cases have specific gods and goddesses that govern these aspects of living, teaching the people to respect and work in unison with all things in nature. Breaking these tenets not only could bring the wrath from these deities, but could also lead to the death to the limited resources of island living. Many of these old customs followed into modern times. Island people have rich and diverse artistic expressions such as music, dance, storytelling, sculpture, carving, weaving, tattooing, and painting. This is common in all cultures. However, island people use these expressions to reflect all facets of island living. They use these forms of art to communicate their identity, history, beliefs, and values, often varying slightly from village to village, adding details that may be overlooked by larger communities of people generally associated with continental living. They have complex and varied social structures and kinship systems that govern their relationships and responsibilities within their communities. Although the same island, many ancient island villages had specific variances from other tribes. They often have clan or tribal affiliations as well as extended family networks that provide support and guidance. Many island customs 
may be common to the island. Generally, each tribe has specific varied practices and identify them as unique individual people. This enriches the differences of smaller island people from larger continental populations. Islanders have distinctive languages and dialects that reflect their geographic and historical origins. Within island chains or common island regions, these languages may also vary slightly. Some islander languages are endangered or extinct due to colonization, assimilation, and globalization. This is more common in modern years due to the advance of technology making it easier for cultures to intermingle and assimilate. Many island people are bilingual or multilingual and use different languages for different purposes. This is due to introductions to culture and people as well as for trade and commerce. Although not islander specific, it has become in modern times essential for the ability of island people to survive and thrive. Island people have diverse spiritual beliefs and practices that are influenced by the ancestral traditions. As I stated earlier in the uh, connection to the land, sea, and all aspects of nature has some sort of spiritual or religious connection. In modern days, these beliefs are also affected by Christianity and other religions. As technology grows, colonization, assimilation, and globalization has had an influence on the total islander culture, but especially with the realm of spirituality. Even with the change and modernization, island people often have a holistic worldview that respects the sacredness of nature and the interconnectedness of all living things. Well, that was a brief one. Wanted to just share a little bit of differences with the Islander people versus continental people, as I like to put it. Thank you for joining me on this village chat. Um, I just wanted to share my source. Material has come from my research from Wikipedia, Britannica.com, Pacific Islander Diversity Culture Information, from BYU, my own culture, teachers, life experience, and just searching the web. I'm not a professional, not an archaeologist, but just going through and wanting to share some stuff that I've come across. In this portion of the podcast, I wanted to thank everybody out there that's been supporting us and uh, making sure that we're able to continue to bring you current and um, exciting content. Thank you for all of those that um, are working behind the scenes to make this great. Um, Thank you very much um, for you uh, audience out there. For those of you listening or watching, I wanted to say thank you very much uh, for giving us a shot and um, more quality contents here to come. So getting back into our next segment, um, speaking about different island peoples and what make them unique. I myself, as a, you can guess, I'm an islander and um, I'm very grateful to be from Hawaii and be an islander and uh Throughout my military, um, I did travel. My military experience, I did travel a lot. <clears throat> and I've traveled to many different countries. And I'm grateful for all those cultures that I've come across. Um, I've come across other islander people. I've come across uh, other people that live continental style. And uh, 
there are a lot of great cultures and people across the world. Um, I think that's something that we often forget, although our opinions and thought processes may be different or how we view the world in general may be different. Um, there's a lot of commonalities regardless of where we are. But I wanted to get specifically down to why I wanted to talk about the uniqueness of island people. We have to really struggle with bridging from our ancient, you know, cultural heritage to where we are now um, a little bit more than people from the continents is because we have to adjust to survive. Um, most island nations around the globe have had a lot of um, influence from outside cultures coming in and in the process um, the native harmony in the island that that's been you know I guess colonized would be a good way to say it not exactly what I mean but that island people they they lose touch with the harmony of everything and there's a lot of balances, you know, checks and balances that need to be adjusted to later on to make them successful and thrive. Um, here in Hawaii, we, our culture has definitely been changed and affected over the years. And um, many good, but also many bad. But I still sit down and I still look outside and I'm grateful that I live here. The aloha here. And the spirit of just giving and, and receiving from people is still very much alive. And our culture is in a period of revival right now. And I'm grateful for that. And um, for a while, myself included, um, we were afraid that our culture was going to disappear. And I'm glad that it's not. Our people have been resilient throughout time since the colonization and modernization of Hawaii. Like I said, some positives, some negatives, but many things have changed. And we are now, in the past few decades, been able to reach back to our history and revive a lot of our culture. So I'm grateful about that. I, I'm in my 40s. And I see, you know, the younger generation out there fishing, trying to teach my children fishing, you know, working like my ancestors did. Um, I like to work with um, the land, which we call Aina. And I'm, I'm, I'm in love with that. I would love to work with the earth. I love to grow things. Um, you have a nice area, a nice plot of land, and most of it, I call it my mini farm because I have chickens and you know, stuff to eat. Most of this, it's not for looks as much as it is for sustenance. And um, that's the way I'm helping to contribute to keep keeping our island culture alive. I have a lot of native plants, but I also have a lot of plants that are non-native, but allowed and are not invasive species. But I want my children and other children, you know, that see us working to understand the importance of staying connected to our roots. I think technology is great. It's providing me the opportunity to come to you today. But at the same time, there is a downside to it, to where you have to realize that 
it takes you away and disconnects you from, you know, just one, social interactions in general and people, like your face-to-face -face meetings with people, but also it disconnects you from your surrounding environment, including nature. And at the end of the day, um, we all started, all of our cultures, you know, regardless of what your religion is, now currently <clears throat> all of our peoples started working with nature. That's where we came to be. And we can't step too far away from that. And at the same token, we can't, I feel we need to really pay attention to our environment. And not that I'm saying that we should go overboard with protecting the environment, which I do think that there's times that that does happen. I really believe that we need to get back to working together as a, as a holy circle with us, our nature, our cultures, and I think that that would solve a lot of global conflicts and problems if people were just able to work and work what they with what they have and be prosperous and thrive with what they have. And island people, especially because we have been doing that for centuries to where we are today. And I think that, that that's a lesson that we can give to the world is just to live and be an example for people to see that although we may not look like and although we may be mixed you know mixed culturally nowadays and blood wise <clears throat> that we still can hold on and perpetuate our cultures um to provide for ourselves our family our neighbors and hopefully in time provide enough knowledge for that to grow for other people as well you know and um that's why I really wanted to point that out as far as um, today's episode, because I've just been seeing stuff. I mean, the news has been really just depressing. I'm sure everybody's been watching and it's been an emotional roller coaster these past few years, you know, friendships and family bonds made and broken. And um, I, I wanted to come across and share, you know, something that, I think would benefit people that are just hanging out. Like if you're, you know, you're working your nine to five or plus, you know, nine to five plus, and you're over there and you're tired and, you know, you only got a little area to, you know, that you call your own, whether it's, you know, cement deck or, you know, whether it cases or you got a strip of dirt that you can plant something that you enjoy and connect, get, get semi-connected again to where you won't feel alone where you'll be connected to, you know, the ancient times. If you put your mind there, you will. And that's not a betrayal of any religion as much as it is connecting your inner self as a, you know, spiritual animal uh, to the rest of life. And I think that's where a lot of people misstep is that we don't connect with life in general anymore, that we're so concerned, and myself included, don't get me wrong, so concerned with where we are specifically that we forget what else is out there. So yeah, that's today's episode. I appreciate it. Thank you for sticking around and listening. More content to come. We've got more film interviews coming, uh, film reviews coming up. I have more guest hosts coming up. More subjects to talk about. I just wanted to share that information and uh, hopefully that gets you inspired to go out and buy yourself a little cactus or something and uh, watch it grow. 
for moms and dads out there. It's a good opportunity for you to bond with your children to show them how to, you know, basically be self-sustaining or at least get them on the road to do that. It's very fun. And uh, they can eat the fruits or watch it grow, you know, give it a name, make it fun. But yeah, Island people have been doing it for a long time, so have a lot of Continentals. You guys have been doing your thing too. Don't get me wrong. But it's time we start getting back to our roots, people, and really trying to benefit the world and bring the healing that it needs, um, not only in a figurative, but also on an actual level as well. And we've got to come together. And I think that this is a good, solid way if we can connect in the common bonding of just connecting to the earth again. I really, truly believe that that's going to bring us a lot closer to healing as a global people. That's been The Islander. I'm your host, Eli Kalili Connor. Again, please click like and subscribe to help us get more content out there for you. And I'd be greatly appreciated. Aloha and mahalo nui loa.